Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live Welcome the Fuel. To Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So, I'd like to bring on a powerful new co-host. And the reason why I say powerful is because he's a part of another networking circle that I've connected with through the Thrive Make Money Matter event. This keeps coming up time and time again on this show because I attended it last year in San Diego. I attended it again this year in Las Vegas. And a gentleman who is a past co-host on this show, Nicholas Bailey, uh, created a powerful brand called the Billion Dollar Body. And we recently just aired an episode with pro skier Scott Christman out of Colorado, who's part of that inner circle. And uh, we just so happened to get connected with yet another gentleman out of that circle as well. And uh, the short skinny on him is basically, the guy's an active duty Navy uh, a professional, basically turned seven-figure entrepreneur. And seven-figure, I'm going to kind of drop that hint again, guys. He's playing around the online space. And me being a marketing professional, I know he and I today are probably going to geek out a little bit about some online marketing and clearly something around the Facebook world. I think this guy might have a few things to share for you guys, so tune in. Uh, but without further ado, welcome to the show, Douglas Doherty, sir. Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really, really excited. I got my tea here. <laughs> what, what, kind of tea, what, type, what kind of tea are you rocking tonight? I love chamomile. You know, oh, it's just kind of that's a good evening sp- tea. It's it's uh, it mellows you down. I like that. Yeah, it gets you mellowed out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do the chamomile in the morning. That's I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't you, think that clicks. But you got to do the double shot, double shot green tea in the morning. That's what I might do. be. Yeah, yeah. So th- yeah. There, there's your first healthy hack to the listeners, guys. We're, we're already <laughs> we're already we're already gigging out about tea and uh, and yes, uh, us strong, uh, fit, successful gentlemen do enjoy a nice chamomile once in a while. So. Uh, which Absolutely. now now that I'm telling, I wish I would have made one before the show. I'll make one afterwards. No big deal. <laughs> um, well, wait a minute. You're, you're a couple hours behind me, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Currently, it is 17.14, which is 5.14 p.m. Yeah. So uh, I like this, man. We speak time. military time. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a quick refresher to our listeners. Again, this guy knows about the Navy life. Um, I do not. I was not military, but I was federal in the forest service world as a hotshot wildland firefighter. So you probably okay. didn't know that about me, but um, that's part of my story as well. Awesome. No, I didn't know that at all. <laughs> but being being a West Coast guy, I'm sure you've seen a few or on the news. The wildland fire world is usually more televised and put on the news more than what would happen here on the East Coast where I'm at. So, mm-hmm. wow. So you probably know about all a lot about all these these fires that are happening in California. Yep. I mean, isn't that crazy? Did you see that last week? What's going on? Been there, seen that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> this- not not to be like that, but I mean, honestly, I. I I was lucky enough and honored enough to earn a position on a hotshot crew, and the hotshots were the elite. We were sent to the craziest fires uh, imaginable because that's what we were trained to do. So I was stationed all over the West. We were based out of Arizona, but I fought wildfires in New Mexico, Arizona, California, uh, Oregon. uh, What else am I thinking of? Idaho, Montana, Colorado. So been around the block. Uh, Did that in 2010 and 2011. And uh, actually, next week, it already made the red carpet premiere because some of my Cal Fire buddies uh, that I met at Thrive were actually at the red carpet premiere of Only the Brave. So if you want to understand a little bit about what I did, go watch the movie premiere of Only the Brave. And I believe it premieres on the 20th. You and I are recording right now on the 17th of October. So 
um, in a few days, people actually on the East Coast understand what the hell I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to have to look out for that. That's really interesting. Well, I, I will share this. I, I, I'm, I have mixed feelings. You being a, a, a military professional, uh, there's been plenty of movies made about the military. Uh, there's, been, there's been basically barely any movies really made about wildland fire and especially the hotshot life. And this specific movie is a documentary kind of reflection of 2013, June 30th, 2013, uh, brothers of mine, the, the Grand Mountain hotshots based out of Prescott, Arizona, uh, 19 of the 20 guys were all killed. So they were burned over on a fire called Yarnell Hill, a fire outside of Prescott, Arizona. And that's pretty much the worst mm-hmm. tragedy we could ever expect. And they basically said it was the worst fire tragedy since 2001, 9-11 in New York, as far as loss of professional firefighting life in one instance. So, um, so I guess Hollywood decided to make a movie about it. So I'm hoping that they honor their memories properly and tell a proper story. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you can reflect a little bit on the, I know we're going to probably talk about marketing and stuff, but I'm sure you being a Navy professional could reflect a little bit about, well, are the movies that accurate? Are they not? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they do a pretty good job as far as like the military stuff. You know, I definitely noticed from the eighties, you know, from like Top Gun to all these movies coming up, they do pay a lot of attention to the ribbons and the salutes and the actual naming. Like if you're, talking to a sergeant or a captain because a captain in the army is completely different captain in the navy so um, things like that uh i do hollywood and uh actually there's one of my buddies uh, i actually met through the billion dollar body network through nicholas as well as um as yost he's actually goes and trains uh all these actors to be stone cold killers or navy seals so like one of these one of the movies that just came out is american assassin seen it the lead yeah our buddy yost he went out to hollywood and uh pretty much trained this guy you know how to shoot and do uh tactical engagements and all kinds of awesome stuff so i like that um, so we have people like yost that are actually active in hollywood that are teaching these actors you know proper etiquette like how to be a soldier how to be a navy seal well i think that's crucial i have heard about that i heard that there's people that like yourself that are military professionals that if they have the mm-hmm. right network, right? Because I'm sure you know you being in the billion dollar body, you and I could probably geek out about the power of networking and circles of influence, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it's mm-hmm. cool to be able to say, great, I could still serve. And as long as I'm not breaking any rules, I could become a consultant and make sure that when these movies or books that are being written or <clears throat> heck, YouTube content is being created or whatever, is at least being made accurately and is respecting the profession and telling the proper story and being done in the right way where, like you said, hopefully they're wearing the colors properly and, and all of that. Because I know that's a big deal. I've heard people mention where military professional friends of mine are like, that's complete BS. That guy's not even wearing his colors properly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So what do you think then about this? Uh, I guess, would you ever consider doing that? You being a marketing guy, right? You being in the online space. If someone ever approached you because you're active Navy, would you ever consider saying, great, somebody's approached me to do a consultation on that? Is that something realistic? Are you talking about like in, in the Hollywood scene or? No, let's say not even Hollywood scene. I don't know. I mean, I guess if there was an opportunity where somebody wanted your professional opinion to make sure they were, they were respecting the, the role of Navy or that personnel or whatever, 
Is that something that you guys are even allowed to do? Or it was your buddy who said Yost. Is Yost still active or is he retired? No, he's retired. He's retired. But I mean, being an entrepreneur, right? If I see an opportunity where it's going to create a return of investment for myself, for my time, then 100%, I'll be happy to give all the advice that I can. You know, I think that's just a part of the way we, we're wired to think. You know, So you are allowed to do that. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I use the word allowed, but... <laughs> This is the power of entrepreneurship. Technically, entrepreneurship, we're allowed to do whatever we want. But I'm also respecting the fact that being a former federal guy, um, there's a lot of extra red tape there. But technically, right. I guess it's okay. Like you can cut the the barrier there. You know what? I'm to be honest, I'm not probably the most qualified person to ask that uh, okay. from that side of things. But um, I I don't see anything wrong with uh, providing education. You know, from experience. Well, I think that's what, if you had to strip it down to the bare bones of what sales and marketing really is, for example, right? Because I'll bring it right back to where we're, I'm excited to dive into about you is again, I mean, for our listeners, guys, real quick, you got to check out his site. It's ampedlocal.com. There's a bunch of other sites we're going to uh, reflect on, and they're going to be all in the show notes on the blog article over the website, which like we always do for all of our past co-hosts. But again, if you're listening right now or you're watching this on YouTube, uh, go to ampedlocal.com and you can find out more about him and, and his brand and his marketing services. But let's bring it back to that because really sales and marketing, it's took, it took me years as I was many, many years ago for your benefit. I was afraid of sales, not because I don't have the, the balls to do it. Um, but I actually looked at it as a, a negative position because I, I knew so many guys that were like, you know, they use car salesman type of roles and stuff like that. And they were just, they didn't treat their professions professionally. They were really just looking at it as a job and they did. And you could tell that they just sounded like it. They didn't care. There was no passion what they did. And over the years you realize, wait a minute, if you strip down sales and marketing to its bare bone basics, it's people or individuals or businesses that are teaching others about a certain product or service or whatever it is that's being marketed. And we just choose different platforms and domains to do so about that said subject. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, um, really what it comes down to, if you're getting into business, whatever you're trying to sell or push push on to the market, you have to be able to educate them. You have to identify what is the problem that my client has that I need to solve. What am I going to truly do to solve that problem for them? And then how does that, how do I compensate my time financially with them? You know, so um, 100% education, if you're not in the, in the, in the game to, to educate, then you s essentially don't have a business because today education, people are willing to pay hand over fist for education. You know, that's why colleges are so, so big right now. But, but in, in our space, they're getting blasted because there's so many people that are coming out with particular skills where, that you can use literally from home, from your laptop, like social media marketing and things like that where you can go create an income from your home and not ever have to go into a college room. And there's people that spent like my fiance is a perfect example. I hate to put her on blast as she's listening, but she got a, uh, a bachelor's degree in fashion and merchandising. Now, what does that really mean? That means she can go be the supervisor for Victoria's secret, you know, and, and, and be in the workforce, you know, um, it doesn't give her something and she's working, she used to work these crazy long hours, 12, 13, 14 hours. She used to work overnights. It wasn't giving her the lifestyle that she truly wanted. Hmm. Um, you know, so, and, and, you know, she did have a job, but like, there's a lot of my sister has a bachelor's degree in mathematics and she's, she's been trying to get a job for four years, 
and she's had to settle for this um, technician. I could, I could have told her about that. I had friends of mine go to Penn State with me. They were all mathematics guys, and I'm like, <laughs> one guy was lucky yeah. enough that his dad had a good company. He ended up taking the company over. Another guy, he was try- he's like, oh, I'm going to be a math guy so I can go be a teacher. And no offense, I respect teachers, but right. Uh, that's an, that's a competitive market as well. Let's be real. So how do you differentiate yeah. yourself in such a, it's such a overwhelming space. It's kind of right. hard to do that. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's a real challenge, you know? Um, and if you got a math degree, unless you can get a job working for NASA, which my sister tried to get, it's, <laughs> she's that good. She's really good. She's taken some really high level classes wow. you know, at, in, well, when she was getting her degree. So, um, but, you know, I just, just couldn't pan out, you know, so, but I think just all this education online would get back to my point, you know, um, there's a lot of people, and I'm sure there's probably some people listening that might have taken a college class or two, and literally, they're not implementing anything that they learned from it, and they had went into debt to get student loans and all this stuff, right? Um, and there's just no, there's just no return, they can't get jobs. You know, so that's why I think you're seeing the biggest spurt of entrepreneurs. Like there's been 400,000 entrepreneurs this past year that blew up. You know, that's compared to last year, there was uh, under 10 million. It's, this is actually the biggest spurt this year in millionaires, entrepreneurs that have grown in the U.S. It's 400,000. Um, and it's just because people are just pushing past their fears. They're realizing these old school methods, the history books, they're not – they're not going to write our future. We're not going to have as big of an impact on the world if we do what <laughs> what the world wants us to do. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I love think that you're bringing that up because yeah. a lot of us are trained, or we're talking about training and education right now, right? So we're talking. A lot of us are molded or trained that oh, you got you you get good grades and you go to college, and mm-hmm. I am not downplaying the power of education. I think you and I are totally vibing on the power of education. Right. But myself, who made myself go to, I I grew up on a farm, man. Like I wasn't supposed to go to college. No one in my family ever went to college. And then I saw my buddies that was working at a high school job, you know, uh, pushing carts and, and, and working the register at a grocery store. And then it's like, oh, and then one of my other side jobs before I was old enough to drive was I would, I would literally, I'm not kidding you, dude. I was milking cows in a dairy and riding in the wagons out in a, in a farm field, catching hay bales and stacking hay bales as they got launched out of the, uh, the bailing machine behind a tractor. And this is, <laughs> this is literally 20 minutes in from the edge of New Jersey. It's not like I'm in, you know, in the middle of nowhere. But the point was, right. that, was my, that was my childhood. I grew up around hard work. And, yeah. and then I, uh, luckily I was bored and I, didn't see the, the, the direction of college prep because I didn't think of taking college prep courses. So mm-hmm. I went to a, uh, a technology school while I was in high school and I studied microelectronics technology. I mean, I could, I could field strip a VCR back then when VCRs were that big of a deal and, uh, <laughs> and, and rebuild it, including computers and everything else. So I got to understand technology. And then I finished the program four months ahead of time. So then I went and found a way to get on a co-op gig and go work for an actual company. So even though I was doing the high school job, I was actually also working at that job. It was crazy. A great life-changing experience, which then told me, oh, my buddies are going to college. I should go to college. I'm capable of more. So to our listeners, guys, what he's talking about, what I'm talking about right now, we're not saying that we're not saying you're not capable of more and that, hey, if you want to go to college and make something more of yourself, great. What you're hinting at right now, sir, is something that I've now spoken more out on myself is that fast forward, I, I ended up uh, leaving those classes 
working for a couple startup companies, never finishing that degree. I was originally going to be an engineering major at Penn State. Then got overwhelmed because I was working full-time trying to pay my way to pay for this freaking cost of college because nobody had the money to pay me. And uh, then I said, well, I have to take one or the other. So I, I decided to go with the career growth cra- uh, path and drop the college crap for now. But then years later, before the firefighting, I went back. I finished that degree. I did a BS in marketing and psychology on an accelerated adult program. So you're able to bang out classes every eight weeks. So I was hauling ass, did that. And then said, forget the corporate life. I'm leaving that, got the degree, got to go be a firefighter for a couple of years. <laughs> so that's a very mm-hmm. fast forward on that. Yeah. But the, what I'm going to yeah. reflect back to is that the point is this, is that great, I got my degree. It doesn't mean that I'm now set for life. And what right. I learned was, me, since me launching my own marketing consultancy and my own business, like the podcast here is fun, is I don't use anything that I learned in that degree. And I just, <laughs> I just finished that degree in 2010, so it's not that long ago. If I would have originally finished my degree, I would have graduated back in 1999, as crazy mm-hmm. as that is. So um, even though that was more current information, it's already been seven years, so it's already archaic as it is. And yeah. the only thing I think a degree shows hiring people is that you're capable of following a program, studying, learning, and accomplishing the said target, which is the degree. Right. Does that prepare you for the workforce? Eh, I tell people all the time, a, a college, a good university, a good college, they prepare you to be a good employee. That's what it is. And that's what I heard from you when you were talking about your girl is mm-hmm. great. You could be a great employee or be a great employee manager or leader but you're still an employee mindset. You're not taught what it takes to be an entrepreneur or a free thinker. Um, right. Somebody that's going to try to change the world, right? That's mm-hmm. something that has to come, unfortunately, from us uh, along right. the way, along life's path. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's there's two things. You know, there there's there's purpose and then there's passion. You know, it, you know. Obviously, we need uh, we need firefighters, like right. We need doctors. We need lawyers. We, we need, need Navy personnel. We need Navy personnel, right? We need all these things. Um, but what it comes down to when you do your time, like, is that truly what you want to be doing for the next 20, 30, 40 years? You know, um, and are you truly fulfilling your destiny, your purpose? Like what, what really super excites you when you get out of bed in the morning? Like, what is it that you want to be doing? And I really feel like, you know, this is my belief. Like we're all here to impact one another and give back to one another. You know, so if you're if you're doing something that um, that is allowing you to do that on in an abundance and it just makes you feel so great to do it every day, then by all means, keep doing it. But, you know, for like for like me, like I want to touch as millions and millions of people. So that requires me to do as much as possible to get out into the right (laughs) the right communities and share my knowledge, because I feel like the for me, the educational system is faulted as far as marketing is concerned, right? Because that, that's my expertise is marketing is Facebook. So um, I feel like some of the stuff that people are going to college for, it's not complete. You can't really implement it into 2017, 2018 timeframe. Um, you know, so that's, I've been trying to, my, my goal right now is to impact or change the game when it comes to online marketing education, because somebody needs to do it. Um, there are people that are making movements, but I want to leave my piece cause this is my passion. I love teaching and marketing is what I've been able to, I love doing it, you know? Um, and, and obviously purpose, you know, um, I think like creating a for purpose business, like you already know thrive is, is an oh, incredible, yeah. 
that's what thrive is in case you guys don't know it's 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 how to make your money matter you know so I, like everything that i tie in i tie it into uh to our church and i tie it in to um giving back to and uh, helping the treatment of cerebral palsy because i actually have an uncle he's he hasn't been able to walk since he was two years old so wow that's the two things that I, yeah <laughs> it's a crazy story um but that's that's where that's where my money goes and we're actually working on something uh with with sandals in mexico so, so when you launched um and actually yeah tell you what, let's let's go ahead and take advantage of our technology here go ahead and share my screen here because i was already poking around on your site amped local to ladies and gentlemen listening amplocal.com um when you launched this or when you launched your business, was it always for purpose? Like, did you already have that, that business built into your business model? Because like for me, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've, I do tons of charity work year round. I'm constantly popping in and out of like right now I'm raising money for cystic fibrosis, which was powerful because Claire, one of our speakers this year is uh, Claire's place foundation. She's li living with cystic fibrosis. So it was crazy that I was, I'm already raising money for it here locally. And I go to an event, and there's some other girl out there speaking about it and raising something for her own foundation. So it was crazy right. to connect at that level, but right. like live the fuel of my LLC, which is fuel enterprises is, was never actually set up as a for purpose business, but since going to thrive last year and then coming returning this year, I'm like, I looked at it before. I'm like, well, I do charity work throughout the year. So I'm already doing more mm -hmm. than most. And then after this year, I finally said, wait a minute, you know, I committed, I committed last year in that fingerprint ceremony and then this year in the fingerprint ceremony at the end, right? Reflecting on Cole's uh, commitment and getting us right. to commit. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, I do donate, but it's not actually hardcore ingrained into my business model. So I'm literally in the process right now with my bookkeeper and everybody else to get that switched over. So uh, at least for phase one, until I can figure out the, and really see where the money's going. Um, Cause we still got to live our lives, right? Uh, it's okay. For now it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to integrate a kickoff launch of at least 1% of all income incoming to my companies to go that way. And then I, yeah. I will then figure out, okay, am I going to do a quarterly donation to a different charity once a quarter? Or am I going to keep my normal? Cause I already have a flagship uh, relationship through my nutrition business with make a wish foundation. So that, that, that was already set up before that, but I never had it at the full parent level. Uh, mm -hmm. So is that something that you've always had ingrained in, or again, is thrive helping you think differently and saying, wait a minute, I need to actually hard code it. Like I'm talking about. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. So, um, a few years back about, uh, shoot, it's probably about three years now, but, um, I actually deployed during my time in the Navy. So we went out to, it was a humanitarian mission, right? So we went out to like Papua New Guinea. We went to Fiji where they make actual Fiji water. I didn't know it was actually made there. Oh, that's, <laughs> so see, a lot of people say that's BS and they say it's not actually made there. No, it's actually made there and it's bottled there. And it's like, it's like literally 25 cents for a huge bottle of it. I it's do super, love their water. Mm. Yeah. Great water. It's the best water you can ever get. But anyway, we went to countries like that. Um, Papua New Guinea and we went to like Guam, obviously we, went, we stopped in Hawaii a couple times, you know, but uh, the Philippines, but Papua New Guinea was what really, really changed my life. Like we went there, people had no shoes. They barely had clothes on. They slept, they slept out of these little tiki houses made from straw. Wow. Um, you know, so it was very, very third world. Um, there was, there was little concession stands that were like, they were makeshift, you know, the, their schools was literally a concrete slab with a, a straw roof over it with a couple, couple, uh, stand up boards with pictures. Like, I mean, it, it was, it, 
it, it was completely like, it really made, made me think like, man, we have it so good over here. <laughs> you know, these guys are, they, they look at us like we're aliens. Like we're showing up in our uniforms, um, fresh haircut. We have, you know, at the table, well, MREs and stuff, we have food. And, um, I don't miss MREs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I, I really love MREs. Uh, I think the chicken enchilada is my favorite. I'll never forget. Yeah, but see, that was newer, man. Like, hold on. Wait a minute. I, I, <laughs> I was told by my squad bosses that the chicken enchilada was something new in like 2010. Like that wasn't always around. That was a newer uh, oh, really? recipe release. Yeah, like the the stuff that was around before the uh, mid-2000s was mm-hmm. the classic stuff that was always around. Then they finally realized after all these years making MREs, again, for our, our listeners, uh, meals ready to eat. Uh, basically it's, everything is just dehydrated. You got to bring it back to life with water, but it's like meals that are designed to survive a Holocaust. I don't know how else well, yeah. a better way to say it, but, um, <laughs> some were good, some were not, <laughs> yeah. but, but back to your point, even that's something amazing and looks probably scientifically advanced to that kind of populace. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, they saw us, yeah, we open up the meal, we heat it up, every, all, everything was in there, even like a little heat pack, you know, but I mean, to get to it pretty much, um, it really made me think, you know, and uh, we saw some crazy medical conditions out there. Um, uh, like one guy, his mouth would literally look like this. He wasn't able to actually eat a, eat a meal. Um, there was people with all types of growths. I don't oh, he had like a lockjaw? Yeah, kind of like, kind of, this was literally his mouth. Like if I could, wow. like this, these, these are his teeth. Like he couldn't close his mouth, you know, to, um, to chew a meal. There was tons of medical conditions. I mean, I could go on and on about it, but um, it really made me think like, if I'm going to be in business, if I'm going to be doing something, like I want to have an impact, you know, with what I'm doing. So since then, um, that's right when I got back is when I really started to launch uh, my, my, uh, Facebook ads agency, you know, we were doing SEO and stuff at the time. Yep. There was a, there was like a crash, but I'll talk about that later. Um, but I decided like whatever 10% of all the money that I make in my, my business, like I want to give it to a charitable organization Hmm. and invest in my church as well. You know, so, um, I did mention like my uncle has cerebral palsy. So we do give to, to his, uh, charity that they're constantly doing research to try to find the cure. And, um, it, it's, it's incredible. I mean, the man's 40, what about 43 years old now he's been on crutches his whole life. Wow. You know? Um, that's so crazy. I just that's feel crazy. Like- Cause like, I mean, comparison, I, I, I just turned 40 a few weeks ago, so he's not far from me. And, uh, right before I got back recording with the prior co-host before I'm recording with you, I was out mm-hmm. mountain biking with my buddies. So it's like uh, you know, the things that I take for granted, he's never been able to do. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, um, we've been giving into that, uh, that charity. And, uh, also we're working on something with, uh, with Mexico. I don't know if you know, pencils for promise. They do oh, yeah. schools and stuff. Yeah. P- yeah. Um, did you meet PJ Dixon? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so, so we actually, uh, last year, San Diego, we helped him crush his goal and help him achieve his Pencils of Promise campaign that never got finished. So that was powerful. And there, his school will be called Thrive Academy. I re- I was actually there. I remember we raised like twenty something thousand dollars in a matter of minutes. Yeah, months. I was actually doing a real time update, like refreshing the browser because we did that mm-hmm. whole lot. I call it live crowdfunding, like we did this yeah. year for Claire, and we were just like. 
Cause like on stage, he's like, Oh, in 10 to 15 minutes, we raised, you know, over $25,000 for, you know, for, for PJ. And I'm like, actually it was more like four because I kept hitting refresh on the browser and he, we just nailed it. It was, it was so powerful, but right. that's the beauty of when you get powerful people like us together and also people have even more successful lives than us where we're attaining to looking to attain everybody just pulling each other up, rising up together and then giving back at the same time. It was so, so inspiring. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean, so like, that's the kind of stuff that really touches me, you know, we can have all this money, we can, you know, go buy a cool car, buy a house, you know, um, I've been able to do stuff like retire my mom, it was really cool. You know? Nice. Um, yeah, so you know, like, it just it. And I think it I think this conversation is leading into my next point is about how, you know, if you want to make an impact, if you're doing what you love, if, if, if you want to make a difference, you have to be able to make money to do that. Like you just can't, it, it, it makes it more challenging. Like you can go donate your time at a soup kitchen and go feed the homeless or, or go pick up trash in a park. But if you really want to reach the masses, you have, it does take an investment financially to be able to do it. So you have to find uh, an income source that's going to allow you to do that. I, you know, I agree. I, I spent years doing stuff for like Habitat for Humanity and everything else where I didn't have the money, but I had the time. Like when I was right. going back to school and stuff like that. So like, Hey, I was able to free up the time and let's be real time is money. But mm -hmm. I, I, at that, that, at that time I decided, well, I was willing to sacrifice my time to not make money to give back. And that was still powerful. And we were able to create powerful change. I, I over, over a year and a half, I got to help build five homes, uh, for low income families here in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And that's just one fun story. It's just to create change. But to your point, mm -hmm. That was only five homes, five families, which again, taking nothing away from Habitat for Humanity, I love the experience, but I'm like, okay, do I want to stop there? Or can mm -hmm. I find a way as I grow throughout my life to increase, like you're hinting at, my level of impact? And unfortunately, the only way to do that is either to find, found your own charity and find the people who have the money, or since I'm a sales and marketing professional, you're a marketing professional, we say, great, wait a minute, wait, we got some talent, right? Right. Let's, let's take our freaking talent, let us build some successful companies and help other people build their successful companies through businesses and products and services or whatever it is they're trying to grow with you or me. And then right. we're all making more money. And that means we can then band together and give back individually or as a group. And that's powerful. 100%. Yeah. You know, and I mean, in 2017, going into 2018, I mean, just being in this business of marketing and doing Facebook ads for these businesses, you know, it, it's just, it, you know, it is obviously there's a learning curve. You need the right education. You just can't jump into it. It's not something that you can learn out of a book or in college. Oh, wait a minute. Know, I, can't, I, I can't do Facebook ads like tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, you, you, can, can you can, you can, but but <laughs> you might be flushing I, some I, money down the toilet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, um, you know, you, I, I, my point is like, I don't feel that like this is probably the number one business to get into. If you're somebody that's trying to figure out entrepreneurship, like learn marketing. I think marketing is an essential skill to everything. If you're going to even start a car wash business, washing cars, you need, need to know how to market yourself. You need to know how to sell people and get in front of the right people. You know, so I think marketing is a universal tool we, we can all use. But if you can take that a step further and actually create a system that can, uh, that can work in, um, I'm sorry, to bring new clients to that business owner, 
I think that's probably the best message you're going to get into. So you're showing some of my, I see, I see you showing some of my sites. So oh yeah, we I got to show off your website whenever I can, yeah. bro. I keep cycling you in throughout the episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I, when this popped up, it threw me off. I was like, what, what, what was going on? And then it was my website. So I'm keeping you on your toes. Uh, I apologize. But yeah. <laughs> we're, we're off the cuff on this show, man. So yeah, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, so like, so some of the stuff you guys are seeing, he's showing my website. So amplocal.com, just to give you guys a little bit of background, um, it is a full service marketing agency. But in the past two years, we've taken an extreme interest in focusing on Facebook advertisement mm -hmm. as a whole and also working with coaches and courses and, and stuff like that. Um, so on amplocal.com, you will find a lot of information about SEO and Google PPC and, and a lot of stuff like that. Just know that the shift in our focus has been a strong shift towards towards Facebook and, and delivering a an scalable ROI. And wh why is that then? Let's go ahead and jump right into that. I mean, yeah, so you've, able, I mean, you've been able to grow, build a marketing agency and clearly something passionate about Facebook. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Yeah. It's, it's a big platform. Yeah. So, you know, definitely fair question. So um, Google's huge, obviously, right? 80% of people are, are searching on Google to find a local business. Um, we initially, we first got into that business. We saw the opportunity. We jumped in and we learned how to rank websites. We learned how to put together Google PPC campaigns, all that kinds of stuff. Um, but what happened was Facebook, I'm sorry, Google released an algorithm update, I don't know, roughly two years ago. It was called a penguin and it affected local uh, the maps penguin update. and all kinds of stuff with, with, yeah, so we at the time, I uh, think we had like roughly 40 sites ranked. Like we were making a pretty good bit of money per month. And uh, literally almost all of them disappeared from page one. Um, so I had a decision to make. I went to our clients and I was like, hey guys, this is what happened. Um, there was this algorithm update. It's probably going to take another three to six months to get you back to where you were. And at that time, I mean, this was people's businesses were thriving. I mean, they were making anywhere between 100 grand a month to a million dollars per month because of the work that we did for them. Wow. So naturally they were like, this is not working. I need to find somebody else. <laughs> uh, so we lost probably And they, and they didn't time. realize that it's not just you. It's everybody was affected by the penguin update. They, they, some of them, most of them didn't look at it like that, you know, and if anybody's listening that did SEO or knows about SEO, I'm sure you understand the struggle with it. So we were able to salvage um, a good chunk of our clients doing PPC, driving uh, traffic and generating leads like that. But we were already doing Facebook and, um, you know, we just pretty much put all our eggs in that basket. We learned the platform inside and out. We got VIP support from Facebook. Um, and uh, we just started, you know, laying in deals. We, we used it as an ups. We first upselled all of our current clients to Facebook. We built case studies out of them. And then we started showing those case study videos to pretty much every single business owner locally that did exactly what they did using our, our strategies on Facebook. So if a dentist was like, wow, you brought them 50 dental implant patients, you could probably do it for me too. Here's five grins. So boom, stuff well, like and that. Really? That is sometimes how easy it is. If you've technically yeah. built a proper system or platform, it should be replicatable across domains. I mean, obviously keyword things may switch or targeted communication may switch, but in the end, that's the power of building a scalable business or platform is that you as a marketing professional, great, let me prove it, let me test it, let me have some case case studies of success. Now let's replicate and just keep right. turnkeying it. So Right. 
exactly. So that's that's one of the big things, and that's how um, you know our our agency. We've actually grown to, in over fifty different industries now across the country: Mexico, Canada, and the UK, and Australia. Sorry, forget Australia. All my Aussies there, but um, we yeah. So like the systems we built and tested, like they've worked. Like you said, they're replicated not only across all URLs but across all geolocations. Um, the same way, if someone gets in an auto accident, if somebody gets hit by somebody. Uh, here in the States, they're going to Google search personal injury attorney, just like they do here in Australia. You know, I saw that, um, like on your website, for example, you just dabble in a few things. Like you're not just obviously a San Diego based business, but you know, you have, you have very honor. You you target some law firm type of markets, you target solar marketing, you target real estate marketing. So it's like, yeah, you can literally replicate across domains. Right. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, being, being in this agency now where we have over 60 accounts, like we have seen and spent, we spent so much money and seen so many things. It's actually opened up the the door for us to actually start our own Academy to kind of make that impact that I told you about on the marketing education side of stuff. Um, and we launched this Academy. We actually have over 150 students already now and um i get to focus on my passion which has always been teaching even in the navy like everything that i did in the navy it was always from an educational standpoint i was teaching base support um trauma support all kinds of things like that even um alcohol uh, and drug awareness I, I if there was an opportunity for me to teach something i wanted to be in front of people and share my knowledge and skills with them because um i know that and i think this is this is really important for anyone listening like if you know something and if you feel like someone else can benefit from it, you need to share that. Like it's your, it's your op- obligation to, to get that message out there. You Actually know, you- real quick pause on that. Very valuable point. Um, for our listeners, guys, like don't miss what he's just dropping on you. That's a huge knowledge bomb. Okay. One of my own mentors, one of my own coaches you know, years ago said the same thing to me. He said, listen, it's just different verbiage, but he said, listen, every single one of us, every single one of us on this planet, knows at least 60% more about something, one thing, than anybody else surrounding you in your current inner circles. So harness that, respect that, honor that, and find a way to teach that or educate that to others. And now what you're hinting at though right now, sir, Doug, is like not everybody gets that. They, I think they undervalue what they know. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and um, I think that's why. So this year you're seeing a lot of people, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Like how many coaches do we have Mm -hmm. that are in business right Uh, now? That's that's a special topic of conversation. (laughs) I mean, so some, some of them are are saying they're, they're gurus coaching of whatever they do, but there's legit people that figured out, Hey, I have an awesome story. I can impact a lot of people. My experiences can literally save people's lives. I'm going to monetize my time and go share my story with the world and, and realize that I can actually make an income doing just doing that. Yeah. You know, that's why you see so many coaches growing up in, in, in the last couple of years. And a quick marketing lesson that I think you may agree with me on is because I, I did kind of hint at my, my saucy uh, response to this is that I've actually been a coach in multiple domains. I've been a spike, a cycling and spinning uh, coach uh, because I've used to teach spinning classes when I was younger. Um, I always had fitness in, ingrained into my lifestyle. So even if I had my full-time corporate gig, I would teach spinning in my free time or I would teach people fitness in my free time. I've been a USSA ski race coach for youth athletes for 10, 11 years, helping run races and stuff on ski mountains. So like I've I, in the corporate world at T-Mobile, big company, uh, they got rid of our managerial titles and, 
and then cross-trained us to develop this into coaches, to coach and develop personnel. So, but I do not currently market myself online as a coach. Do I coach people? Yes. Do I have a nutrition business on the side because I've always had health and fitness in my life? Yes. Do I coach people on that? Yes. My only point is this, and this is to respect my millennial generation that that's coming up behind us is that if you're going to market yourself as a coach and whether you're working with me or you're working with, with Doug, (laughs) please take the time as he's already hinted to develop case studies and client testimonials. And I know we all have to start from somewhere, but do not oversell who you are and what you bring to the table because you will crash and burn because it's hard enough right. to try and convince somebody that you're 23 year old coaching guru. You better have the clout to back that up. How would you respond to that? Yeah, I would hundred percent agree. And I would definitely, he did say create case study don't go pay your buddy to sit in front of a camera for 15 minutes and talk about how great you are. <laughs> like a oh, great no, clarifier. Oh, I didn't even think about that one. That was yeah. good. That's good. 100% man. You know, um, being in the space, like it, the being in the digital marketing space and then the digital marketing coaching space, it gets very, very small. Like, you know, guys like Billy Jean, like we know, we're boys, right? You know, people like even Cole Hatter starting in digital marketing, um, well, I, I think he's trying to do something with marketing. I'm not hundred percent sure. With, I think but, that's more with John Dennis. Um, that's his, that's his marketing guy right now. So maybe they're partnering up on something because John's been kind of running point on a lot of his marketing stuff. I don't know yeah. if you ever met him. He lives in uh, Florida, I think now, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my point is like this, this space gets really small, the higher you go up. Right. So we know exactly who the real players are in the market. And when we see somebody that is not legit. Like it's so easy to point them out. Or when you see somebody steal somebody else's program and, <laughs> and, and white label it as their own, it's like, dude, I've already been through that program. I know that's not yours. So don't do that either. Like really, if you truly care about this, like, like this gentleman and I do take the time to really put you into that mm-hmm. program. Don't, 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 don't try and fast track and take somebody else's content because you're a good hacker and you can design something that looks just like it and just make it your own because you're not, then you're just a cookie cutter. That's all you are. I purposely do not own a home in a cookie cutter development because I can't stand houses that look all the same. (laughs) Right. So. So that's a great point, but I will say, you know, if you are trying to do something like either like Scott or I trying to do, or if there's somebody that you look up to that inspires you, you know, um, I do tell all my students, I do tell even my clients, like success does leave clues. Like, so if somebody's already doing something that you want to do, what did they do to get there? Look at their systems and their processes, study them, you know, use it inspiration. But as soon as you literally copy and paste, claim it as your own, that's when you had messed up. But you should always use those proven systems as inspiration to get ideas, to generate your own successes. No, that's, that's have- a very valuable clarifier. I mean, again, we could pause on that. You're making a very valuable point. You, you were able to build an academy. So if somebody doesn't know what we're talking about right now, you would think, Oh, this guy's got an academy. He's going to teach me a cookie cutter copy of everything that he's done. And then I can just do what he did. That's not what you teach in this academy. Am I right on that? So in this academy, um, I do teach everything you would ever need to know about Facebook marketing, mm-hmm. whether you're a local business consultant coach, whatever the case is. 
I do focus on my, my agency has built and been very successful in the local business industry, uh, like lawyers, dentists, chiropractors, stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's been our focus. It's been a lot of brick and brick and mortar, 10 mile radius type of advertisement, right? Sure, Not sure. nationwide. That's where our business is now. We're doing a lot of uh, coaches and courses and stuff like that, but that wasn't initially. So once the academy, the experts academy that I created about a year ago, um, the focus hat is local business. And what I what I provide for my students is not only all of the background education on on targeting your bid, your pixel, all this stuff, but I also make all the processes and systems that I use personally or have used personally available, including ad copy targeting funnels and things of that nature. Because this system that I built, this academy, I wanted to give um, our people back something that they could literally just go implement and cut out a lot of fluff. Well, this is build. good. This is good because you're. Um, I like this back and forth because I'm hinting at don't create a cookie cutter system. But I like where you're going with this because uh, you're hinting at, listen, there are some things that you have to replicate. And if these people are right. all paid and plugged into your system, well, obviously you are going to be replicating proving technology or proven uh, steps or protocols or whatever is built into your system. That's a little bit different. I'm hinting yeah. at people like saying going out there like they look at Grant Cardone's training program, right? Like Grant Cardone right. is legit. You do not yeah. copy Grant Cardone <laughs> University. Because number one, I'm afraid one of his people might come after you. Um, <laughs> but right. uh, I, I respect Grant. I got a number of his books. Um, but he's, you, you, it's okay to study, look up to that person as a mentor or you as a mentor or an influencer, and then study what they've done and how they've done it. Maybe enter right. your academy to do so. But right. in the end, you still need, at the very end, true marketing. You still have to personalize it to your followers or your target market, what you're trying to approach. You can't literally just copy and paste the entire thing from start to finish and then just slap your logo on it and say, oh, that's my program. That, I guess that's right. where I'm glad we're kind of getting to that point is that there is, okay, there is steps to, it's okay to authorize with authorization to mm -hmm. replicate, emulate, and simulate when you're plugged into somebody else's system but you're going to do more for these people, I'm guessing, your customers, your your, your academy students, than just mm -hmm. teach them how to slap a logo on it and say, great, that's yours. Exactly. So it's pretty much a, a done-for-you business in a box. Yeah. You know, um, even how to file your taxes, <laughs> how to how to, uh, how to to get a tax ID. Like, we we go into, like, uh, even I even have a module in there, and I actually push them, guys, go get the, uh, the gold American Express business card, because when you charge Facebook ads on there, you get three times points back rather than one point. So there's even a module in there on that. So I have like full, full blown business in a box solution with over 50 copy and paste systems is, is what I give to my students. Now you could take those systems, copy them, or you can just take the, all the knowledge I give you and go venture off into different types of industries. Um, because I mean, the, the content's really solid, you know, sure. and um, it's actually opened the door to uh, something that I'm doing as a done for you service right now. Uh, right now we're doing, booked out sales calls and that program, all I'm doing is obviously I've been able to scale a successful academy and there's a lot of other people that have some kind of passion that they want to turn into a course. So we've been actually doing the done for you system for them and actually going to be coming out with a course that they can just do and go do themselves. Cause I can only handle so many clients right now. Cause that's more of a, honestly, that's more of a one-on-one -on -one 
uh, type of con consultation. Nice. So build something that someone can, because so I'm getting so many inquiries for that. It's going to be hard to keep up, but as I grow, it's going to be easier if I do have uh, a system in place that they could just learn how to do that from 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 the modules, and then I can offer the support on the back end. Like so, is your end. your entire system built from the ground up, or are you using like um? I mean, I'm not saying you're not built from the ground up, but for example, one way to really launch an academy or an educational system is to use a proven educational platform. And I know that the last two years of uh, Thrive was sponsored by Thinkific, and they've got a really right. cool system that Grant Cardone uses, Lewis Howes uses for their online education programs. I mean, is that mm -hmm. something you could share? Are you also using their type of technology to, as far as like the back end, you know, to help you build your system, so to speak? Right, right. Yeah. So what we do is um, there's a, there is a platform called um, Lightspeed BT. Oh, yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, so that that's a really it, it it's pretty expensive, and it's actually a system that Grant Cardone uses for his educate. That's his educational online platform. It's essentially a login website where you go access all your videos and training. Yeah, um, it's it costs about twenty twenty five grand for the company to set it up for you, and then you have to do your videos and modules yourself. So it's not cheap by any means. There are cheaper options out there, like uh, doing a ClickFunnels membership site or yeah. just having a WordPress site, login access, or Weebly. That goes you know, back to our point, though. Time is money. So you might see a big right. upfront nut, but what's that going <laughs> to save you on launch time? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, so we're actually going, use going to be using Lightspeed BT for the booked out sales calls, but we've done the ClickFunnels membership site and that worked very, very well too. Um, but you know, some of the, some of the, uh, I think the integrations may have been kind of glitchy, but overall, I think that platform is probably the easiest and most affordable option for anyone that's looking to get into that realm too. Um, so, but Lightspeed VT, man, that's, that's, that's your baller. That's, that's the Cadillac. Actually, that's, that's, that's probably the, is that more like a Ferrari or that's probably the Rolls Royce. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going RR baby. I love that. Yeah. Well, listen, man, yeah. I mean, we've, we've been rapping for a while and I want to respect your time and actually I got to respect my time, but, um, this has been, I love the fact how we started this episode. We really got into more who you were and I love you sharing the transparency about uh, calling attention to cerebral palsy and and pencils of promise and and you and I definitely vibing on the uh, the purpose missions out there and trying to help other organizations like them get their word out get their awareness out there. Um, I also love the fact that you definitely are a, a geek like myself when it comes to Facebook and uh, <laughs> I have no again you're in the Navy I'm a former firefighter guess what people you can be healthy fit geeks <laughs> when it comes to trying to get through to other people, other businesses, other organizations to get their name, get their brand out there and help them grow and succeed along with you. So, uh, but listen, you're new to the show and part of my format is I do want to give my co-host the honor of closing out the show because you're not just being interviewed, man. You are a co-host of this show. So mm -hmm. I can already tell that you may have some powerful words and I want to put you on the spot, but my co-host, I want to give them an opportunity to leave behind you know, a bigger picture message. We talked a lot about purpose, right? And you are clearly tied to your church, your family, and a lot of other bigger missions like myself, man, supporting the 10th Thrive and everything else. So, right, right. you know, beyond Anth Local, beyond your marketing educational uh, uh, academy and everything else you're building, what is the big message that you're trying to put out to the world, man? That's like, if they forget everything else we discussed on today's episode, hey, this is what you're doing. This is the message you're trying to give to the world and leave behind for others. Right. 
Yeah, I mean that's 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 honestly a really loaded question, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because the answer can be different for so many people. And I know you asked me specifically, but you know, I always look at what I'm doing every single day. Like, why the heck do I get up at 4 a.m. every single day and go to the gym for two hours, pound protein shakes, um, you know, prepare my meals, come in the office, answer emails, you know. Um, my days go, you know, they can go be four hour days or they can be 14 hour days. You know, it just kind of depends what the business, you know, if I'm traveling, what's going on. But what I'm getting to is, you know, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And I'm sure that probably people here have heard like, know your why. I can't like, if I wanted to share any message, I think to just to close this thing up, I think that's it. Like knowing why you do what you do, because it's completely psychotic to get up at 4 a.m. every day to do this business and, 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 and answer these emails and, and handle these clients. And I have, you know, like to, for me to think of that, I was doing, going to be doing this five years ago, I'd tell you to like, no, like go, go to, you know what, you know, that it's, that's impossible. Right. Cause I had the mentality of an employee. Like I, I was comfortable with my paycheck. I was comfortable with my leave time, you know? And, um, when I broke outside of that and I saw the opportunities, I saw the travel, um, you know, the, the options that uh, financial freedom was able to give me and the impact that I was able to make with my money. It's just given me so much more purpose, so much more motivation to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, and my, my biggest why is truly my family. You know, um, I do want to impact as many people as possible. I want to be able to share my, my, my education, my expertise. But when it comes down to it, my support system, my fiance, my parents, my grandparents, um, that's really what it's all about. It's all about family. And, um, for me, and it's all about creating something that your loved ones are going to, you're leaving your legacy behind, you know, and, and it doesn't always just have, it doesn't have to be for your family. Like for me, I have thousands of followers. Like I want them to, when I'm gone, I want them to remember me for significant impacts that I made on the world, you know? So, and I do consider them my family as well. So, um, my biggest why is the people that look up to me, that 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 uh, that see me day in and day out. You know, whether it be my students, whether it be my fiance, um, my why is my people. You know, and um, they're the people. They're the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like without my fiance, without my my followers, without my students, I wouldn't really have anything. There's there'll be no reason for me to keep sharing messages and keep putting out content and do podcasts like this, you know? So, um, I think, I think my loved ones and, uh, the people that really look up to me are my biggest why. And, uh, I think if you don't have a why to fight for every day, then there's really, there's no purpose, you know, like, why am I going to go, uh, submit so much money to cerebral palsy when there's, you know, uh, hungry people in Mexico, uh, you know, um, obviously, we want to do as much as we can across the board, but I have a special interest in the cerebral palsy, right? Because I have an uncle, you know, so everything has to make sense. Every, you have to know your why you have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And, uh, if, it, if it's not clear, then you're just going to be shooting in the dark and you, you really aren't going to feel your, your true purpose in my opinion. So I think that's what it, what it comes down to. If I could share anything, man, just understanding your why. I love that. That's a powerful message, sir. We've actually had the why brought up many, many times by many, many co-hosts on this show because, again, to our <laughs> listeners, if I could sum up everything that, that he has just shared for you, 
it's to me, everything that I took out of hearing your final words is I heard what popped in my head was obviously the why and a legacy. And that's what I'm getting out of this is like why purpose and legacy, right? Define your why, target your why, use that why to drive your purpose, which in turn will build and leave behind a legacy. And those were just the three words that kept firing in my head while you were giving all these powerful words and why you wanted to close out the show that way. So, um, if that sums you up, man, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, man. So, well, again, to our listeners, guys, we've talked about it multiple times during this episode that is amped local. So be sure to check that out. Amplocal.com. Uh, again, in the blog post and the uh, website content, we will have all of his social media links. We'll have his uh, his his connections to the the marketing stream that we were talking a little bit about earlier. Not just the Amplocal.com, and we'll have everything hyperlinked in there, so you can easily track him back and check out what he's doing online. He's a fellow Thrive Tribe. He's a fellow connection from the Billion Dollar Body Circle of Influence. So be sure to follow. Be sure to check him out. But again. The point of this show is, and, and hang tight, so I'm going to give you a proper goodbye. To our listeners, guys, this is what we're all about. We're bringing on powerful co-hosts like this gentleman, an active Navy man building a freaking online entrepreneurial super powerhouse. So I love this, and I loved his final words for you today. So define your why, find your purpose, build a legacy, and keep living the fire of epic life, guys. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, Before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, More importantly, please subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher and get us the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future as Live the Fuel grows. So again, subscribe, submit a review, stay in touch. Heck, on that point, go visit livethefueltank.com. Livethefueltank.com. That will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world. All right, last quick little piece here for you guys, some extra value. One, Go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7's resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, Second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle. And two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com. And number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there. And you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please. And thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, My nutritional and health alignment with Isogenics since 2010. Uh, The Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. 
This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world, you can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David, D-A-V-I-D, Studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We have been just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin, and uh, Fikik, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour. Oh, more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcast or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at livethefuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Live the Fuel. Live the fired up epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.